I think a new team has arrived in the AFC West, and their name is the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Stops, launches deep. Jalen Guyton, he's got it. Herbert fires open, making the grab. Mike Williams down the sideline. On 17-yard line, look out again. Carr intercepted. And we're back with another episode of Shock Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Lawrence. With me is my co-host, Zach Alfers. This Sunday, we will be playing the Miami Dolphins in our fifth or sixth primetime game of the season. Uh, or I think this is our fifth primetime game of the season. And uh, I'm not looking forward to this game. I'll be at the game uh, taking uh, Andy Davies from our uh, – from the state uh, – from – uh, the UK uh, guy that used to work with us at the Brawl Network, he's coming in. Super stoked to, to go and watch this game with him. He actually has to leave at halftime uh, because this thing oh, is bummer. flexed, which sucks, and he has to catch a flight. But I'm ecstatic uh, to go to the game with him to bring him to SoFi Stadium because it really is a beautiful stadium. But I have a feeling uh, him being a Miami Dolphins fan, it's going to be a lot of shit talking. It's probably going to be coming at me because I just don't see the Chargers having a great game in this matchup. It, it's going to be tough, especially coming off that the, just deflating loss to the Raiders last week. Um, you, you, were, you were really hoping for the Chargers that, that they would be able to pull that one out against the Raiders, build some momentum coming into this primetime matchup. You know, first one of the first showdowns between, um, you know, really high draft picks in the same draft class. Um, whenever you get that, you're going to always have that comparison. Who's better? Um, so it was one of those that I was really anticipating, you know, before the season started, really even anticipating before last week, but just kind of not gearing up in, in the Chargers' favor, especially with all the speed that they have um, and, and with the the injuries that the, this Charger team is dealing with doesn't seem like on paper a very good matchup for the Bolts. I uh, I just seem to think that this high-powered Dolphins offense, uh, I think it might be probably the second best offense in the NFL if you're breaking the Chiefs up a little bit higher. To a tag of Loa, I, I mean, a lot of people still like to, you know, slander his name a little bit, but super efficient, playing like a, like a pro bowler, potentially an all-pro, uh, helps to have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, uh, sure. two speedy gadget players that you can really do whatever you want with. But this season, Tua has passed for 28, 59 yards, uh, and he's got 21 touchdowns and five interceptions, and he's completing 68% of his passes, played in only 10 games, had the scary concussion, probably two concussions if we want to be realistic about it. Yeah. But – Tua looks like the player that everybody thought that he was going to be drafted to be. He looks every bit as much uh, uh, efficient. He's mobile. He's getting out of the pocket. He's throwing deep. 
Uh, a lot of people are talking, making fun of his arm strength. He's throwing deep. Uh, his offense is the most dangerous offense in the NFL right now because any play is a home run. You just It's just waiting for it to happen. That he's also mobile, which has given Chargers uh, problems this year and, and in the past. It's kind of something they've struggled with my whole fandom. Um, another thing going against the, the Chargers here is coming into last week, the Dolphins won five games in a row. And I know it was against not the greatest opponents, but five games in, the, in a row in the NFL is legit. And they were kind of had this arrogance that nothing could stop them. They ran into a brick wall last week, kind of very embarrassed and outclassed against the Niners, who are a legit Super Bowl contender. So, um, you know, you can't you can't just trash on the Dolphins too much. But that grounds a team, a, a team who's going to the playoffs, a team who's been streaky, you know, started the, the year three and oh, dropped the next three games, won five in a row. Like this team, when they're hot, they're hot. And I think last week losing to the Niners the way they did kind of grounded them, kind of put things into perspective for them. And as the Chargers, that, that's really scary to to already going into a team that has a who has a much better roster than you at this point. Giving them any type of added fuel just is just another thing to worry about. So, I, I, yeah, I'm terrified about this game. And what I'm really upset about is that I have to wait till 520 to to watch this game. I'm going to be so anxious once I wake up at 9, 930 that Sunday just to have to dread this game because I'm going to watch it. I'm a fan. I just I, I'm, it's going to be hard to watch for sure. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to watch. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is PFF's highest graded passer with a 90.4 passing grade. Uh, you take that into account with his receiving core. Uh, Tyreek Hill is the highest graded wide receiver with a 92.7 grade. And Jalen Waddell, uh, probably not too far down this list. Can't really see him too easily. Uh, he's grading as an 81.5 offensive grade. Having those two weapons is huge. They also have a pretty good tight end, Mike Kosicki. Uh, their offensive line, they've got some good players on the offensive line as well. Uh, left tackle, yep. Teron Armstead. Uh, you got Robert Jones, Connor Williams, Robert Hunt, Brandon Shell. All kind of average players. The, 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 the highlight there is going to be Teron Armstead. Uh, and then overall, I don't know how you feel about Raheem Moster and Jeff Wilson. Fast, fast guys. Guys that can find a seam, and they'll take it all the way and not get caught from behind. This offense is really the the, the, the engine that moves this team, uh, and I really like what they got in their head coach. Uh, they're a very well-coached team, a team that's all bought in. Yeah. Everything is just seems to be clicking right for the Dolphins right now. They're prime into winning their division potential uh, that if they don't win their division – pretty high probability they're probably going to make playoffs as a wild card team and they deserve it because they are phenomenal. Yeah. One of those teams coming into the, the, the year, I just didn't think I didn't have much expectation for them. I thought we were going to see like a, another uh, chip Kelly type of experiment where with all that speed, I thought we were just going to see like a college based offense. There's some elements but it, it is NF, it is a NFL ready offense and defenses are having a hard time containing these guys they are explosive in every sense of the word um and that just it doesn't it 
it's going to be really tough to slow these guys down. We don't have the speed in the secondary. We don't have the physicality up front to stop guys like Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. I know they're smaller backs, but they could still they could still hit you for a big five six yard carry uh, if if you allow them to. Um, another guy up up front you didn't really mention Connor Williams. I think is a legit center in this league. Um, the other guy. And with their speed and with a, a Tua's anticipation and ability to get rid of the ball um, fast, with those the guys who run stuff, huge, yeah, that that's big. Uh, they don't need, he doesn't need much time anyway, and he's giving and and that line he has in front of him is giving him enough time to do whatever he wants to defenses. Brandon Staley has his work cut out for him. Who you know, call him a defensive genius. It is not really he's not really lived up to that bill so far, and in, in the Hit during his tenure in the NFL, but he has a really, really tough matchup coming to town um, in an absolutely must-win game. I will say one of the things that hurts me as a fan, Frank Smith, their offensive coordinator, who was instrumental to over- revamping this offensive line for us last season, is there he's killing it. Like his play calling, like I, I keep talking about their offense, but it's just so fun to watch. Put on a a highlight reel of the Dolphins this season, and they have no shortage of highlight plays. And Frank Smith has been a major, major part of that. I just talked about Mike McDaniel being great. Uh, Defensively, they have some players there as well that have been really good. Jalen Phillips, as an edge rusher in his second or third season, been making Mm -hmm. all kinds of plays in the backfield. He's got uh, six... Five sacks, but he's got a ton of pressures. I'll have to bring those up here in a second. Uh, he's been a, a huge engine for them. Uh, Melvin Ingram also seeing uh, some some uh, success. Uh, he's successful wherever he goes. He was successful for uh, the Chiefs last season. Uh, and just one of those guys that uh, Jalen Phillips can uh, ask questions to, bounce quite ideas off of. Uh, they they got some ball players on the defensive side. Um, it was and only went, a couple seasons ago. Xavier Howard had like led the league in in interceptions, interceptions. Like nine or something like that. They also went out and got uh, Bradley Chubb at the deadline. Um, so yeah, they got some pass rushers over there. It, it, it's it's not going to be yeah. And, and this O line who was struggling last year against a very or last week against a very good uh, Las Vegas. Doesn't get much easier this week, uh, given those guys that you're talking about. You know Melvin Ingram's going to carry that chip on his shoulder. He doesn't want to lose to his former team. Um, this is going to be a tough I don't even see Melvin Ingram on this depth chart. I, Melvin Ingram? Or Did Bradley they let Chubb? him go? Melvin Ingram played last Bradley week. Chubb. Ma- uh, Ingram was playing last week. I saw him mixing it up. It's weird that they don't have him on a depth chart. ESPN doesn't. But then, yeah, just having Bradley Chubb, uh, Jordan Phillips, uh, Jalen Phillips, and uh, Melvin Ingram as a a trio of edge rushers, that's insane. It's not even fair. And then Christian Wilkins as well. Even up front, Christian Wilkins, a a guy who can collapse the pocket from from the middle of it. Um, That's a big dude that that if you give him enough time, he can get after it too, especially – with all of the, the, uh, you know, all of the attention you have to pay to those edge rushers, he he could let loose for for you too up front. Yeah, defensively they got some stars, man. They're a fun team to watch. 
Javon Holland is, as a rookie last year was phenomenal. Um, I was really high on Noah Aguinabine coming out of Auburn um, two seasons ago. Byron Jones is listed as like their third string corner, and he's one of the highest paid cornerbacks in the NFL right now. They got some ball ball players on this team, uh, very efficient, and they like to pressure the quarterback, which is not good for the Chargers this season because yeah. that offensive line is very, very shaky. And I I don't even know who's healthy. Let, I, let me go ahead and take a look at the injury report and, and let you guys know just how banged up we still are right now. Chargers injury report. Because, like, as a team that likes to blitz and play a lot of men, uh, this is yeah. not working our favor at all. So right now we've got Bryce Callahan was limited. Uh, Derwin James did not practice. He's got a quadricep injury. Sebastian Joseph Day has a knee injury, did not practice. Wasn't season ending, which is good. Trey Pipkins didn't practice. Uh, Mike Williams was a limited participant. Maybe we'll get him back this week. Kenneth Murray, Corey Lindsley, Zion Johnson were all limited as well. For the Dolphins, uh, Teron Armstead's dealing with a toe pictorial injury, did not practice. Uh, Melvin Ingram didn't practice, not injury-related, uh, so it was a veteran day off. Everybody else is limited, so Teddy, Bridgewater, Raquan Davis, Eric Rowe, Durham Smythe, Tua was limited with an ankle injury. That is significant. Uh, Jalen Waddle has a fibula injury, limited hmm. participant. Yeah, I just I feel like we're going to get blown out this game, man. Uh, yeah, um, I, I have I have very little confidence just because not, not even even if we had some momentum, even if we were healthy, this is another it, it, it's just matchup to matchup. It's not something that that benefits the Chargers. And then you take into account that these teams are on very different trajectories. One team is a shoe in for the playoffs. One is battling for its playoff life. Uh, and I just don't, I, I just think there's too many things stacked against the Chargers this week. I know it's on prime time. Maybe that'll give us the extra juice we need. I just don't see how we uh, are able to compete with this, with this team right now, the way we're constructed, everything that's, that's going against us right now. Um, it's just one of those unclimbable mountains. I think we're, we're going to have to face and uh, hopefully they surprise me. It, it seems like every time I'm, I'm doubting this team or I'm out on this team. They drag me right back in. So hopefully there's something like that. But this team is just like on on its last lifeline. I just don't know if there's enough spark to, to get us to that finish line. So there are four games left in, for the Dolphins. They have a bye week after this, I believe. Uh, they play the Bills, the Packers, the Patriots, and the Jets. Two of those games – going to be extremely hard playing the jets and playing the bills uh and then the packers are not very good this season but you still have aaron Rodgers there yeah. and then the patriots are always a tough matchup they got a hard schedule on the way out to the end of this season and playing the chargers is kind of one of the least of their worries hopefully that kind of works in our favor right teams that you kind of overlook because they're struggling or whatever yeah we're one of those teams where i guess we could be somewhat dangerous and uh, mess up some plans, but I mean, they have a two game lead on us and 
I honestly think they're a much, much better team, much more well-coached team. And you were just talking about momentum and trajectory. They are headed in a different direction than the Chargers are right now. Yeah. What's the matchup you're looking to 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 look at on this uh this matchup here on Sunday? Um to me it's all about containing the track stars they have over there at receiver. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are absolute blurs and that's really not a strength of, of the Chargers secondary. We don't have a guy who is a real blazer. I think Michael Davis is one of the fastest players on the team, but he's not a guy who he can, he he's streaky. He's been playing a lot better than I was expecting him to play this year. But I, beyond him, I just don't see a guy who could keep up with these guys step for step, especially when you think about, the, the, the other way to combat a really speedy receiving core is to have really great help over the top. That is something that Nasir Adderley has struggled with. So when, when you consider that their receivers are much faster than most of our DBs and that we don't have really good safety help up top, uh, that really worries me. Um, so that's going to be something that we're going to need to focus on heavily this week leading up to this game. Um, and I just don't really see what the game plan is to contain those guys because they absolutely feast when you let them um, – when you give to a time and, and you let them start to cook, those, those guys are really dangerous, two of the best in the league right now. Um, so that that's something that's going to keep me up. I, I can't imagine how the Chargers DBs are feeling uh, entering this week of practice. This might be a game where you see a lot of JT Woods – trying to replicate some of that speed, a guy who sure. was known for getting a lot of turnovers in college, uh, got some during the preseason, uh, got some not during the preseason, but during training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking for a guy to try to uh, match speed, you're probably going to lose this game. But you look for a guy that can kind of replicate and uh, probably not get beat deep, then you might have something there. But Tyreek Hill is the fastest player in the NFL, and Jalen Waddle might be number two, which is an insane one-two punch if that is accurate. We know Tyreek Hill is the fastest. That's accurate. But Jalen Waddle's right there. Um, but you've got a, a 4-3 guy in JT Woods who, you know, throwing him at free safety. He's already starting 15 yards off the ball. Maybe you can kind of limit that and slow that down a little bit. Maybe you get your opportunity to, to get a turnover there. And maybe you build some confidence in the rookie, uh, which is needed if he is going to be a starter next season. Uh, based off of how we have built this roster, he's set to be a starter next season. And you got to get him ready. So, you know, if, if his strength is his speed, this is the game you play him, not having to worry about, you know, the, the Dolphins having a, a dynamic run game. Um, this is that kind of game. Well, and yeah, and there's really nothing to lose uh, if you're the Chargers. You know, um, that guy does get beat. Well, he has a, a game of film to learn from, a, a game under his belt to add to. Um, and it's a game that nobody is really giving us much credit to, to be in, uh, to compete for. So why not? roll the dice on on somebody that you drafted very highly that you obviously have a a, a future for who hasn't played much this year just because because he is a work in progress you don't get better in the nfl without reps we need some type of juice 
something has to change. So yeah, maybe maybe it's JT Woods time. Um, I'm all I'm all for anything new because what we're doing right now isn't working for us. So it got to change. Got to change something. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is going to be the final score on this one? Oof. To be honest, <laughs> brutally like 30, honest, like thirty twenty Dolphins. Um, and if we get twenty, I'm gonna give. Like thirteen of that to to uh, the offense and maybe a special teams or another defensive touchdown. I, I we the the Chargers had thirteen points against the Raiders defense and I think the Raiders defense is a lot better overall than than Miami. Miami still has some players. Um, they they could hold you under twenty points easily. It I I just don't see us scoring more than twenty to be honest. I see pressure being a huge issue. Um, again, based off of what I saw last, last weekend, pressure is going to be just as bad, if not worse, because you also got some studs in the middle, Christian Wilkins, Raekwon Davis, Zach Sealer has, is loved by PFF. He's a guy that manages to get in the backfield quite a bit. And then you got four edge rushers, Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, Andrew Van Ginkle and Melvin Ingram. That's a fresh group. Who's able to get to the quarterback. This is not work. This is this is going to be even a worse game, in my opinion. I'm going to go yeah. like 38-14, 38-10. 38 38-10 feels like what this game's going to be like. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of bodies rushing the at, last year or last week. It's it was consistent, right? The pressure was coming consistently from Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, but with all of those guys you mentioned, just that rotation of bodies is going to keep this O-line guessing, who already doesn't have a whole lot of consistency, a whole lot of cohesion going on. So that's, I think, just going to discombobulate this unit up front. Poor Dustin Herbert is going to have less time than he had last week. He's still going to make some amazing plays because that's just the, the player he is. Uh, but, but yeah, this is not one that I, I am perked up for. Uh, it's a game that I'm dreading and I'm just kind of actually just waiting for it to be over so I could just get on with my life because I am not and if you're, forward to this game. And if you're feeling not comfortable about matchups, you should already know you're not a playoff team. Right? Like, it, yeah. I, I don't even think we're going to keep this close because I just don't think we're anywhere near the same level and based off of what I've seen and the injuries we have on the offensive line and the play calling issues and then just the overall feel, like we squeaked out a win against the Cardinals, who are like one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. And we just got beat. And it honestly probably shouldn't have even been a one-score game by the Raiders, who are also one of the worst teams in the NFL. And then you're just squeaking by with like, I just it just doesn't feel like we're a playoff caliber team. No, no. Uh- too many missing pieces, um, and, and the guys that are in house, the guys that are healthy, are, are just not living up to to the billing. So it, it's tough across the board. Um, don't get your hopes up, Chargers fans. Um, hope maybe they surprise you, but I, I'm not. Ta- I'm not going to Vegas to, and making that bet. No, definitely not making a bet on this one. I'm I'm calling it a blowout. You think it's going to be a ten point game? Probably worse. You're also hoping that we get another defensive touchdown or a uh, special teams put touchdown. So that realistically, 13 to 30 is what you're saying. 
what I'm really thinking is that they're going to get up so big, so fast, that it's just going to be kind of cruise control second half, that it's going to allow us to kind of make it closer than it seems. But I, I really, I think it's going to be like a 3-4 score game by halftime, and then just them have them just kind of cruise uh, to, to the finish line there. Um, that's kind of how I envision it. Well, let's see if Justin Herbert can will us to a win because I'll take he's it. gonna have to have the game of his life. Acho would not like that. That would kind of ruin his Christmas. So that that's kind of what I'm rooting for. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll get this uploaded here soon. And we'll talk to you guys next week. It's not playing.